Blog Talk Radio. I ain't asking you to be somebody you're not. I know the love is there and it won't stop. Reminiscing hiding in your mom's closet when the police were not in your strawberry shortcakes. Ass, you hit the clocks. That's why forever I'ma be down with you. Won't move without you. I respect you. You my one and only. And by any means necessary, you never leave you lonely. Never see what's crazy from the kickoff. Needle on a bus, new we didn't build nothing overnight Cause a love like this takes some time We swore it off as a face Said we can't see that Now from top to bottom They see that we did that yeah. It's so true that yeah. We've been through it yeah. We got rich yeah. See baby we've been Welcome, welcome back to another exciting hour of Infinite Love Talk Radio. Of course, we are your hosts, Doug and Jackie Christie. And at any time, as always, you can join us live by calling in 347-215-8305 at any time, of course, throughout the entire show. And that's right, baby. Hello, everybody. This is your host, Jackie, and that was my lovely husband, Doug. Today we are talking about... Men are from Mars and women are from Venus. And I know a lot of you probably may not agree with that, but hopefully when we, you know, touch on some of the the hot topics on this uh, subject today, you might think differently uh, next time. But I hope you guys um, got your computers geared up. You can sit back and listen via online, or you can call in and you can talk with us like my husband stated. And check this out. We're going to begin with a little bit from John Gray, he's an author, he wrote the book um, by the same title, Men is from Mars, Women are from Venus, and we're going to talk a little bit about some of his thoughts and what he thinks, right, babe? That is correct, and to all the men, I hope you speak Martian, because we're about (laughs) to get it going. So, first off, our friend Dr. Gray says, a man's first primary need is to be appreciated. Men are particularly moved by hearing women share their appreciation for his actions. So moved, in fact, that a woman's appreciation can help motivate a man to be the same great things for to do the same great things for her repeatedly. Do you love it when he walks through the door and immediately gives you a hug, women? Well, if so, thank him for it, and you, you guess what? You're going to get more than one, and you're going to get it quite often, Dr. Gray says. Does it give you butterflies when he kisses your neck in just the right spot? Well, I'm sure it does. Make sure he knows how this makes you feel, and you are more likely to get this kind of affection in the future, but remember this. This is what he also says. It's got to be genuine appreciation. If you don't mean it, don't fake it, ladies. Oh, most definitely, and I would have to agree. I know all the ladies out there are still in the same way, and you know what? You do want your man to treat you special and make you feel beautiful, and you don't want to have to ask the question, do I look pretty in this? Uh, are you watching that show because that lady's prettier than me? Or do you like this new shade of lipstick I've got? Or look at my new nails. You want them to automatically notice. You know, I'm, I'm a woman, and coming from a woman, I'm, I feel really blessed that I have a husband that's keen to a lot of those things. But I do honestly believe, and, and women, you know, if I'm wrong, jump right in the conversation. I see the call lines lighten up. I want you guys to enjoy the show, and I want you to feel a part of it. But really, don't you agree with me? Come on, really. Don't you 
feel like you need to also nurture your your husband, your boyfriend, your guy, your man, you know, your partner uh, for some. You want to make sure that they feel just as special. So you what you give, you will hopefully reciprocate through them because, you know, everyone wants to be treated, you know, a special kind of way. So see what they like and see what see what he enjoys or they enjoy, your whoever your partner is, and make sure you're nurturing that as well. This show isn't just about what I can get or what he can get or what she can get or they can get. It's about give, giving as well. No question about it, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, a man's first primary need is to be appreciated, so you have to remember that when you're coming from the male point of view and when you're thinking about it, women, because now we're talking uh, Martian talk to Venetian talk. So when you're talking that, those two different languages, so if you can decipher, that's like you're able to speak um, French and you're able to speak French. You can go back and forth. This is the same with this. If you're able to speak the man's language and men if you're able to speak the women's language and my wife is going to get into that a little bit later everything is going to work a lot more smoother because you might be meaning something but saying something different at the same time oh most definitely you see you see what i'm talking about here's one for couples a man communicates to make a point and solve a problem a woman communicates to make a point discover more and experience intimacy and i think we all can agree that that's very true women you know i'm gonna read it again and i want you guys to really listen to my words they are saying a man communicates to make a point and to solve a problem whereas a woman communicates to make a point discover more and experience intimacy. How many of you have wanted to sit down and have a heart-to-heart with your partner and you felt like it isn't just about the point I'm trying to make. It isn't just about the issue at hand. It's also about finding out other things at the same time. You weren't just, you know, trying to find out, okay, about this problem, let's get this worked out. You also noticed that maybe he was a little quieter that week or maybe he's acting a little different at work and, I mean, you know, coming home from work and stuff like that. So you're you wanting to solve that problem. You're also wanting to find out more and you're also wanting to, you know, share intimacy. You want that reassurance that everything is okay, that you guys are on the same page. I can speak for women, I think, right now when I say nothing's worse than feeling like your relationship is kind of chaotic and unorganized and that it's not flowing. So um, that's one thing that he also said. And, honey, what do you think about that from a man's point of view where a man communicates to make a point and solve a problem, a woman communicates to make a point, discover more, and experience intimacy? I automatically look at it and say women are a little bit more detailed. Uh They want to experience more as far as the intimacy goes. Obviously, mm-hmm. both of when when you say this, it says to make a point. Both people are trying to communicate and make a point, but a woman wants to discover more, not just solve the problem. Because we can get to the end of that problem by the end of the conversation or whatever it is. But they also want to discover more. Maybe this problem leads to something else, which leads to something else, and that in and of itself is where you start to experience the intimacy. Caller, we hear you. Yeah, definitely. Jump right in. What's your thought? What's your thoughts? We're talking about men are from Mars, women are from Venus, and we're talking about what women want in a relationship and what men want. Do you have something that you wanted to share with the listeners? Okay, well, sit back, relax, enjoy the show anyway. That's what we love. Huh? She just asked if somebody wanted to talk. Oh, I'm sorry. We couldn't hear you, caller? 
Well, anyway, like I was saying, that's what we love about Blog Talk, you guys. You can jump right in the conversation. Caller, you were from the 410 area code. Not sure where that's at. We're calling from like the 253s, you know, that's Washington, different areas like that. But jump right in the conversation. We're going to continue on with some of the other universal truths about men from RelationshipHeadquarters.com. Now, we got these from them. This is not necessarily how we feel, but we want to share with you some of the universal truths that they say men feel. Well, I'll I'll start off with number one from headquarters.com, and it says, why should I remind you that I love you when I already told you once? Well, well, I'm going to definitely have to jump all over that one. I think a man should remind a woman how much he loves her every time she thinks she wants to hear it, and at least ten times a day. It doesn't hurt to make anybody really that you love and care about know that that's how you feel. So it doesn't do anything but build her up. It makes it special. It reinforces the relationship. And like I said, yeah, callers, we enjoy it. Thank you. Please keep your music low, though, so that way we can all hear each other. But, yeah, I mean, I think that you should tell her as much as she needs it or as much as you feel you can say it. Because I know I'm going to tell my man, which I tell you, honey, that I love you all throughout the day. And I was just about to say, baby, this one, uh, ladies and gentlemen, goes both ways because both people want to hear that you're loved, especially in a relationship. You want to know, hey, I love you, you love me, we're on the same page. Now, what about this one, baby? I hate arguing with you. I'd much rather find a compromise. I I would have to definitely agree. I I think that that's very true. I think guys do not like to argue, and I know a lot of girls, my girlfriends say, oh, please, my my man or my husband or my boyfriend or my partner, you know, if you're in a a different type of relationship, they're like, oh, no, they always cause problems. They, They start arguments just so that they can go out and be with their friends stuff like that, I really, really would have to beg to differ. I think no one really enjoys argument. Not only does it make you get antihistamines, you know, you can start itching, you feel uncomfortable, your heart starts racing. It's just not a good thing. Arguing really takes a lot out of you, and I think if everybody tries to compromise, you see a lot less divorce, a lot less breakups, you see a lot more women feeling better, and that's what I fight for. I'm an advocate for women. I'm a woman. I know how I want to feel, and I know the women out there deserve to be treated like queens. And I think the men out there deserve to be treated like kings. And until we start compromising with each other, we're going to have these arguments, these fights, these this domestic violence, and all this other kind of stuff. So I definitely agree with that one, honey, with, you know, guys hate to argue, basically. And what we're talking about for the new callers that I see jumping on the lines, and I can, you know, I know it's a lot of people listening via computer, we're talking about men are from Mars and women are from Venus. And my husband's going through some universal truths that a place called RelationshipHeadquarters.com has listed. That's right, and I am speaking Martian. Listen up now. <laughs> the, women, uh, the woman I love is easy to please. She appreciates the effort I put into making her happy, even if I get the details wrong. What do you say about that, babe? Wow, I would have to honestly say that I agree with that one. I think that women in general is easy to please. We're not looking for you to change our life or, uh, you know, make us feel like we're just perfect. All we're looking for is to be loved and appreciated and, you know, um, told that we're beautiful and and really made to feel like, you know. to get them on the computer, too. Hello. Hi. Hi, callers. Um, Jump right on in the conversation as soon as you guys want to. We're talking about men are from Mars and women are from Venus. Now listen to this one, baby. It says, when you speak softly, I can't help but listen. What about that one, that harsh talk compared to 
something soft and sweet. There. Okay. Well, I would have to jump right in there and tell you guys from experience, my husband cannot stand if I raise my voice at him. I'm going to tell you guys again because I know everybody's like, Jackie and Doug, oh, my God, you guys have the best relationship. Here's an NBA basketball player that's, uh, you know, a star. He can pretty much be with whoever he wants, and he just loves you, and he shows you so much respect. How did you get this? And I'm like, that's who that man is, and I try to respect my husband. I do respect my husband 24-7, and that's what I encourage women to do in all my books that I write and everything else. It's all about making your man or your partner feel special no matter what and vice versa. They need to make you feel the same way. So speaking to each other softly is utmost important. Sometimes you're going to lose your temper, you're going to get a little loud, but if they say, wait a minute, you're raising your voice at me, the best thing to do is check yourself and just say, you know what, you're right, I'm sorry, and lower your voice. It's very easy to do. But we did some shows before on the ego, and if the ego is running the situation, it's very, very difficult to be able to communicate because you're saying, well, I'm not going to look like I'm a, you know, a lush. I'm not going to look easy. I'm going to have to stand up for my There's a way to stand up and still speak in a nice, gentle tone and still get your point across than yelling. But I'm not going to say I'm perfect because I've had issues where I've raised my voice, but then I always try to check myself and say, you know, you're right. I really need to speak to you with the love and respect that I demand. That's why I love you, baby. <laughs> no, now listen to this one, baby. Now this one here, uh, it, it, this is universal, but mm. please don't ask me how you look unless you're willing to trust my answer. I would have to say I agree with that one as well. Again, we got this from a place called it's relationshipheadquarters.com, and it's about universal truths that they say men feel. Because this show is all about what does men want and what does women want. And my husband just quoted one of the things they said, and that's please don't ask me how you look unless you're willing to trust my answer. And women, you know how we are sometimes. We're like, we don't ask our boyfriend or we don't ask our husband or our man, what do we look like in this new dress or these new pants we just bought or these jeans. And then if they say, oh, they look all right, well, it can hurt our feelings. It can make us feel bad. But what I want to instill in women and what I want you to know is they love you regardless. And if they don't like it, be able to trust that they're telling you because they really are just okay to them. Then you, what you do is you, instead of getting angry, you say, okay, what do you think would look better? Or do you think I can get them altered and they would fit me better? Or perhaps I just take them back and get a whole different pair. Because remember, you, you do want them to like it. But don't feel bad if they tell you, no, I don't really like it. Because we're quick to tell a man, I don't like that color shirt on you, honey. That, that is totally <laughs> correct. And men don't say that you don't like it just because she's looking super hot and you don't want nobody else to look. That's wrong. You know it's wrong. Let her know that she's rocking it. Yeah. Tell her that she's rocking it. Listen to this one, baby. When you're happy with me, I can't help but want to please you. Well, I think that's really sweet, you guys. And you hear that's coming from a man, okay? If you make them happy, then they're going to want to reciprocate that. They're going to want to make sure that you're happy and that you're feeling fulfilled. And, you know, like I said, I have a couple of books out, especially for women, especially for motivation and um, self-esteem and ego. And I want you all to know we're beautiful no matter what. And if you're in a relationship, even if you're not, and you're getting ready to prepare yourself for it by knowing that I'm going to love and respect this man or this partner that I choose, and I'm going to make sure that I'm making them happy so that Therefore, they can please you in every which way. That is totally correct, baby. Now, this one here, if I don't feel I can make you happy, it makes me feel less than a man. So I say don't keep them guessing, ladies. What do you say, babe? 
Oh, my God. I would definitely have to say communication. It jumps right back to communicate with your partner. Tell them that you're happy. Tell them that you're satisfied. Tell them that you're fulfilled. If you're not, then don't tell them you're not. But what you do is you sit down and you make a time when you guys can really be honest and say, I really want to have this open conversation with you. I really want you to understand where I'm coming from, and I want to you know, share with you some of the, the feelings that I'm having, some anxieties that I'm going through, and I want to make sure that you know that you're the most important thing to me. So that way... They don't have to have any questions, and when you guys are done with that conversation, he's going to feel better, you're going to feel better, and watch how much more your relationship will prosper from there. That is totally correct. Now, this comes, uh, everybody, from uh, relationshipheadquarters.com. Now, this one right here, baby, is a big one, and for all the men out there, I want you to put your suspenders on, tighten up your belt, do whatever you got to do, because I know this is something that everybody's feeling. I'm scared if I let a woman inside my heart She'll take advantage of me. What do you say there, baby? Because that's a big one for me. Oh, my God. I would definitely have to say that I I really think guys feel that way. I feel like they feel that, you know, when they first meet a girl, they got to put a lot of trust in that woman to give her their whole heart and vice versa. But with men, it's a little more difficult. Women, I think, by nature, we're um, made to nurture because we bear children and, you know, you nurture your child. Men do too, but it's a whole different thing. And, ladies, you would agree with me. So I think that, um, you know, a lot of guys are afraid. They're like, if I give you my heart and you break it, that could really change things. That could really ruin me. So it takes them a minute to, to give in. So that's why a lot of women go, well, why is it so hard for men to commit? It's not hard. It's just all about trust. It's all about how do you make them feel and are you like their best friend? Can you guys talk about anything? It's very difficult to let your guard down and show who you really are or what, you know, what you're made of. It's, you got to be able to open up in all areas. And I can say that me and my husband share a deep intimacy because of the fact that he's my best friend and that that's something that is given over time it's not going to happen in the first week or the second week but it'll happen as quickly as you guys want it to and you have to make sure that you're letting him feel comfortable and he'll show you how much he loves you that is totally totally (laughs) correct baby now you did something hurtful Mm -hmm. if i never bring it up i'm considering leaving you now that one what do you what, what do you say there babe Wow, this is one that came from Relationship.com, too. They're saying that men feel that way. And I agree. If a man is is feeling really, really um, hurt by something that a woman's done and there's no communication, they could very easily be thinking about, oh, my God, I might have to, you know, sever the ties with her or break up because – a lot of guys, it's not as easy for them to come out and say, you know, you really hurt me. A lot of them try to put the, you know, the tougher front on, like, you know, oh, I'm okay with it, I'm cool, it didn't bother me, but inside it's tearing them up. So women, ladies, whoever your partner is, male, female, doesn't matter, love is love, make sure you're respecting that person and you're communicating with them and you're letting them know that I understand that I did something hurtful and it's up to me to make you feel better. And if it means the rest of my life, making that up to you, that's what I plan on doing and that's what I'm going to do. That will give them the reassurance that they need to keep going. That is correct, baby. And a lot of times men understand that if you're not communicating that type of situation and that little voice in your head is just talking and talking and talking, that's really pushing you towards that lead. And that's why my wife is saying that communication is such a big thing because all of a sudden now you guys are communicating, you're getting it out into the open and both of you guys can see where you're at, how you feel. And once you get that out on the table, then you can move forward. Now, check this one out. When I talk to you about golf, basketball, or anything that I like, you act bored. It would be nice if you remember the times when I listened to you talk about what was important to you. 
Wow. Now, that one, you guys, you all know, men out there, you're feminine. I know when you hear my husband say that because these are examples that was put on um, the, the website that we told you we got this from, and we want you to understand that what we're doing is we're talking about men are from Mars, women are from Venus, talking about what men really want in relationships and what women really want. We get calls all the time. We get emails. We get MySpace messages. Please, Jackie and Doug, tell us what your secret is. How do you guys do this? How did you make it through, you know, the NBA and, you know, the media making comments and joking about y'all and y'all kept your thing tight and you're together and you love and respect each other. And this is what we're sharing with you is our advice and our opinion and some tips. Um, and, again, my husband's going to repeat the question so that I can give you my answer. No question, baby. Now, this was big because it's, uh, you see this a lot of time on television. They reenact this one. It's when I talk to you about golf, basketball, whatever it is, new cars, you act bored. It would be nice if you remember all the times when I listened to you talk about what was important to you, you know, fashion, your girlfriend, right. whatever's going on in your life. Most definitely. Did you guys hear that? That's very, it's very key that he's saying what he's communicating is, I listen to you, and I share intimacy with you, and I support you and what your interests are. All I'm asking is that you do the same for me. I've had friends say, you know, it just really bothers me because my boyfriend or my man, all he is is he's selfish. He just wants me to make him feel better all the time, but he doesn't want to give in to my needs. It's not even like that, y'all. It's all about give and take, and you should be wanting, willing, and happy to be a part of whatever he's doing. It is such a an honor for a man to have a woman that he can be buddies with, he can be, you know, the protector of, he can be the father to the children, he can be the husband, so on and so forth. It's just a really good partnership. It's a great partnership. It's something that all men truly want. And if you're that other person, you can truly live that and have that. And we're going to jump down real quick to some other good things about a woman that men love. And we'll start with she makes him want to be a better man. Stop making that face. Any man who has a great girlfriend or wife will tell her that she makes him want to be a better man. She doesn't have to say or do anything. It's just the way that she is. If he suddenly feels bad about how he treated her sister or finds himself trying to get his finances in order, he might want to think about his motivation for doing so. It could be that he's fallen in love. The love bug <laughs> bites you on your foot before oh, you definitely. know it. <laughs> well, she loves him. Now, this is a big one because uh, if he has found a woman who loves him for who he really is and doesn't want to try to change him and make him different, a woman who doesn't try to change him, they are hard to find out there, so they say. But guess what, guys? They are out there, and that's where that trust and all of that that we talked about earlier comes in because you have to trust in the fact that it, that she does love you. And that is something that you're going to have to open yourself up to. So that's going to be your call. But if you open your heart up and she does truly love you, she's going to make, just like my wife just said, she's going to make you want to be a better man, no question about that. Oh, most definitely. And guess what else, you guys? Another thing that men really love, and honey, you can attest to this one, she gets along with his friends and his family. A great girlfriend or wife will not only help his mom in the kitchen, listen to his dad's stories and hang out with his buddies and his friends, with him, of course, but she will enjoy it. She'll make a real effort to get to know and love the most important people in his life, and she won't try to get him to ditch his best buddies. She'll actually empathize with his brother being dumped and suggest that they take him out to cheer him up. Things like that, you know. It, of course, it, it runs different in every family, but, you know, these are these are things that make a woman or girlfriend or wife special to her man. Next. Is she nagless? Now, this, I, this is something else. <laughs> oh, she's God. Nagless. 
There is nothing worse than a nag. A great girlfriend knows this and chooses her battles wisely. She knows when to speak up and when to let it slide. He doesn't want a girlfriend who will give him hell for leaving a couple of dishes in the sink occasionally. However, if they live together and he stays out all night without calling her and she lets him have it, then he's setting himself up for disaster. This is a situation that nobody would or should let slide, male or female. So, don't be an egg, ladies and guys. Don't stay out all night. Oh, most definitely. Not in this day and age, especially. It's not only dangerous out there, but it's disrespectful. It's disrespectful to the relationship. So make sure that you're calling. And, and if, if she's okay with it and she says, oh, yeah, he's going to be out with his buddies all night, that's different than, oh, I'll be home at 9 and 12 rolls around and she's sitting in the window in the Indian style peering <laughs> out and it's raining and she's got a hammer in her hand. That's, that's, that's going to lead to some problems. And next they have, she lets him be a man. It is vital that he doesn't get involved with the woman who tries to get him to eat cottage cheese and fruit for breakfast and insist that he give up his poker night with his lads. And what they're saying in this, I won't even go into the long, long, long paragraph because you guys already know what they're getting at is let him be a man. Don't try to change him, but at the same time encourage him to be the best person he could possibly be. Sometimes, you know, with guys and with gals, it's hard to stay focused. It's hard to know which is the right thing to do and which is the right way to go. And you have to kind of remind them, well, that's not healthy for our relationship or that's not healthy for you know, what you're trying to accomplish. So encourage, but don't discourage, I think is what they're trying to say. That's right. And, and ladies and gentlemen, one good thing is that each of you push each other to be a better person because that in and of itself is always going to leave that, that what I would call sexiness in the relationship mm-hmm. that both of you guys are trying to be better, both of you guys are trying to help each other. Instead of one person doing everything, both of you guys are working together to be better. Oh, most definitely. And for women, you guys, relationship building is generally a part of every activity with everyone. Women build relationships by freely talking about their daily trivia and troubles. I will tell you about my life and troubles, and you may tell me about yours so that we can become really close. This is unconsciously, it just reassures them that they have a good relationship and are safe and will survive. When a woman tries to build a relationship with a man by talking about her personal life and problems, men don't understand that that's what is happening. Men hear women's problems as a request for help. So men respond with solutions to this, okay? They're like, okay, I'm going to help you. I'm going to give you the solution. When a man offers his recommended solution, the woman often feels as if he is trying to diminish her problem or cut her off. Women do not see a relationship developing with a man who wants to fix her problems. Women don't want to be fixed, and they, like, they don't want to feel like they're broken or defective. They want to be heard and form a close relationship. Definitely you do want to feel like the person is listening and they want to help you. And a, and a way that I've learned to communicate really, really special with my husband is it's more of an encouragement when they're offering suggestions. But as you notice in that, the key words they were using was fix the problem, uh, solve, offer a solution, that type of thing. Yeah, anybody would feel like, okay, I don't want to be, you know, uh, lectured. I want to be helped. Maybe I just want you to listen. So I think what they're saying in that is sometimes, guys, women just want you to listen and then, you know, maybe you don't say anything for a day or so. You say, you know, let me take this because this is really important to you, I can see. Let me take this and just, you know, saunter with it for a little bit, you know, season it like you do meat, honey, you know, put it in the bowl. (laughs) And then tomorrow I'm going to give you what I think. And I think that will make a woman feel, and just give her a hug, you know, and just let her know. And I think she'll feel even better because it's like, wow, he's just the best. 
That's so cool. Yeah, I think a lot of times, men, it's hard to bite your tongue because as soon as you hear your girlfriend or your wife say, you know what, this happened or that happened, That's right. you want to jump in and say, you know what, you should have did this or you could do this. And uh-huh. Instead of doing that, try to bite your lip and listen, and you'll be uh, really pleasantly surprised that, they weren't really looking for anything. They just wanted to have a conversation with you. Once that conversation is done, I got it off my chest. More times than not, we let it go. We move on to talking about what's for dinner tonight or something else <laughs> than trying to, trying to solve the problem. That's right. And you know what, you guys, we could talk about this all day, but we have went way over in this segment. It was all about men are from Mars and women are from Venus, and we've had such a great time talking about it. We hope you guys take some of these points and stuff. I want to end mine on what I want to say really quickly on most women unconsciously seek an aggressive male mate. In women's DNA, it's a preference for a mate who will protect and provide for her and her family. Most women are naturally attracted to powerful and aggressive men who have proven to be successful. Power is an immediate turn-on for women because it implies extra safety and protection. That is an unconscious prerequisite in women before intimacy. And this is what else they shared on that Internet um, website that we were telling you guys about. And I just thought, wow, that one really said well because it's like, yeah, it's true. I guess you do want a more aggressive mate. And that's the same like when we watch our animal kingdom and different things like that with lions and different people, right? Yeah, no, no question. You got the alpha male and everybody, okay. you know, the alpha male is running things and everybody wants to, to be with the alpha male. But that doesn't mean that you, you have to go grab and that's do right. all this crazy no. stuff. What, what it just means is that you are confident in who you are and what you're doing. And it's a regalness about you. Oh, most definitely. <laughs> but remember, everybody, as I have just said and as I said, you can always email us or MySpace us and we can talk more about it. We're going to do another segment on it and have some special guests and some authors on here coming up pretty soon because we see this as a hot topic. All the call lines are lit up and um, we're getting emails and everything and we have to jump on in to guess what? We got some hot announcements for you guys. Our son, Douglas, he's eight years old. He's coming out with his second book. He's already written it and it will be coming out. So stay tuned for that. Keep your eyes and ears open for that coming up soon. Yes, go Dougie. It's your birthday. <laughs> also, our daughter, Shani, will be presenting an award for the NAACP Theater Awards on Monday, along with myself and my lovely wife, will be there cheering us on. So check it out. Oh, most definitely, you guys. I'm sure it'll be on TV. It's the NAACP Theater Awards at the Directors Guild in Hollywood, California. And I'll just be in the audience cheering them guys on and supporting them. Next, um, we will be doing some great things in 2010, so make sure you stay tuned. I was going to share some important things with you guys, but my husband said, uh-uh. uh-uh. And he gave me the, like, slip throat thing, you know, like, uh, hand Don't underneath the neck. And I'm like, I ain't saying nothing. But anyway, anyway, we got some hot stuff coming up, some really, really cool stuff. Um Next, we are going to talk about some thoughts that we had today. That's right. We got some thoughts for you guys, or what we call pithy bits of information. <laughs> what you got? Okay, you guys, check this out. Listen to my words. Patience and perseverance have a magical effect, before which difficulties disappear and obstacles vanish. That's by John Quincy Adams. I'll repeat it really quick because I know I talk kind of fast sometimes. Patience and perseverance have a magical effect before which difficulties disappear and obstacles vanish. John, John Quincy Adams. Yeah, I like that. So take your time and don't stop. Okay, easy is the path to wisdom for those not blinded by themselves. Easy is the path to wisdom for those not blinded by themselves. Wow. That's 
uh, that's Star Wars. That almost sounds a little like Yoda because he'd be dropping it all. Oh, yeah, Yoda is something else, you guys. Let me tell you, I learned who Yoda was about three months ago through our son. I said, who's this little action figure? And it was Yoda. Oh, my God. I love Yoda. Okay, here we go. Here's my other one. A successful man is one who can lay a firm foundation with the bricks others have thrown at him. Now, you know that's hot, you guys. You know what I mean? Because you know in everyday life there's always going to be obstacles, basically is what it's saying. It's by David Brinkley. And, you know, you're trying to get ahead, trying to do something. You're trying to get this job, and you let it, the cat slip out the bag. Next thing you know, you know, all these people is throwing these, you know, obstacles at you. They're saying a successful man or woman, for that matter, is one who can lay a firm foundation, who can still make it happen with the bricks that others have thrown at him. Okay. Just step on top of them. That's what you do. Just step on them. Now, listen up here. There is no elevator to success. You will have to take the stairs for that one. That one's unknown. There is no elevator to success. You will have to take the stairs. So it's going to be hard work, but you can get there. Believe that. Oh, most definitely, most definitely. And anytime you guys want to jump in, you can. Um, I have to unblock your call, so... um, I, I did that, and everybody was kind of just chilling. They were just kind of relaxing and listening. So we're going to jump right into hot topics. The news is overflowing with many things, you guys, some good and not some not so good. Well, first off, unfortunately, we have DJ AM found dead in New York. That is Adam Goldstein, known to most of us by his stage name. DJ AM was found dead in his apartment on Friday in the, the posh neighborhood of Soho, New York City. Uh-huh. He was 36 years old. Uh, a friend checking on Mr. Goldstein eventually called the police who broke down the, do- the door, finding his body lying on his bed. Now, DJ AM, for all of us who know, barely escaped dead in 2008. Involved fellow physician Travis Barker's plane crashed after a This DJ was known for his eclectic style, and all of the Hollywood party goers loved him. And uh, he also dated celebrities Nicole Richie and Mandy Moore. And our hearts go out to DJ AM. Your music will always be with us, and that will be what we always remember you by. Yeah, that's too bad. That's really unfortunate. I mean, he just survived the plane crash and then they turned around and passed away. That's that's just too bad. Um, next, we got Senator Ted Kennedy was laid to rest today, and we sent our love and condolences to his family. I'm sure everybody checked it out. It was on every channel. Um, we watched it. Um, we watched President Barack Obama um, do the eulogy, and it was the eulogy, excuse me, and it was just the utmost in touching of, of um, funerals. Um, I think they sent him away with a, with a really grand send-off, and may he rest in peace. Next, we have something good to share with you guys. Two tickets, okay, two tickets. Listen to me. Split $333 million lottery jackpot. They found my ticket. <laughs> okay, they matched the winning numbers for an estimated $333 million mega jackpot winning. Um, one sold in New York and the other one in California. It wasn't us. We didn't win it, y'all. We did not win it. The numbers were drawn Friday night in Atlanta. They were 37, 1, 17, 31, and 54. The mega number is 31, and um, it just it just goes to show that perseverance. I think they said the person in California only bought three tickets, and the person in New York bought one. So if it's for you, like my mom has already said, if it's for you, you're going to get it. Right. <laughs> now, wondering what's hot in the world of fashion. I know we're going kind of fast, but we got to move on, you guys. We only got a few minutes left, and we still ain't talked about sports, love, and romance, none of that. So I'm going to jump right into, I got a tip for you guys, sunglasses. They are 
excellent. I'm telling you guys, and right now with the economy the way it is, they got some great deals. You can go like in a 7-Eleven or say you're traveling and you stop at a gas station. They have cool ones. Go look on the racks. I know everybody's like, oh, no, I'm going to go to Neiman Marcus or Nordstrom's. Go check out some of the glasses and try them on. You might like them. And they start anywhere from nine ninety five and up. You know, the sky's the limit. That's right. You'd be surprised what you can find at 7-Eleven. Now, oh, yeah. for all the men out there, step your game up. Pocket squares, they are a must for that suit. They come in all colors and patterns, and they are for <laughs> any event, not just formal, everybody. You want to add that splash of color that goes with your shirt or your belt or that spot on your shoes. It is very chick. Check it out, pocket squares. Uh, most definitely, and I will jump down to vitamin E oil for blemishes, lip gloss, whatever you want to use it for, and it's awesome for, like, dark marks and um, women, you know, ladies out there who might have a little bit of stretch marks. Vitamin E is excellent. If you mix that with some cream called Mama's Friend, you will diminish those stretch marks. So it's really cool. Vitamin E oil you can be used for all kinds of good stuff. Now, for everybody, winter and fall, they are approaching and approaching fast. I know that hot sun doesn't feel like it, but it is coming. And for all those out there, the flu bug is coming as as well as the cold. So what I want you to do is go out and get your one-a-day vitamins, all different kinds, but do your research and make sure that you get your vitamins one-a-day. One a day. Okay, guess what, you guys? We're gonna we're gonna skip over love and romance and just tell you guys that it's in the air. The show was all about men and women, so we're not gonna like you know ruin it by talking about all that. But I do love this man, and I'm sitting here sharing the show with him. And we're gonna we're gonna skip and we're gonna jump right into a segment that we all love and that I know the people want to hear. And I, I believe that uh, it's that time. I would give you, I would, I would, I would give you a beatbox, yeah. you know, we don't care, and that's when the ring comes, uh-huh. the wizzle and the shizzle, wizzle, we're going to talk some sports, but the you're there with me in blog talk land, because sports is hopping right now, man. There's a lot going down, how y'all doing? <laughs> I am, I am trying to tell you, now, you know, starting it off, what's happening uh, with Brandon Marshall? Denver Broncos suspended him until the regular season. He's had off-the-field troubles. He wanted to be traded. He wants a new contract. What's happening with the man? He, he, he can catch the ball. He can run with it. He can take a hit. What's the problem, Wizzle? Well, uh, obviously, uh, he's a disgruntled player, uh, and uh, easy to see why. They got rid of uh this face is the John Elway uh, in Denver, and uh, in terms of their, their off-season acquisition or, or departure of, of their great quarterback, so I'm sending him to the Bears. So I think he's uh, here's your first strike. Uh, your second strike is trying to figure out how to fit in uh, with this new offense and then obviously uh, with the new regime. So uh, he, he's got a lot of things going for him. Uh, his obviously his best bet would be to go out there and 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 just to tough it out and make the best of it. But uh, uh, he's obviously going through a tough time right now, and he's a young guy. So uh, these are those bumps in the road that uh, experience will help you get through. Do you think that there's no respect for the for the head coach? Because when I, I was watching it the other day, and my wife said to me, "Is that the coach? He, he looked like he was like ten years old or something. Could, could that be it? That there's no respect because you know he's not." Uh, you know, Mike Shanahan, he's he's not that guy, but they got to give him a chance to win. Is there just no respect for the young guy? Um, you know, that's obviously your credibility is on the line when you're talking about professional athletes, uh, guys who are very physical, uh, tough-minded, of body, spirit, and will. Uh, obviously, you got to have leader skills and be the kind of guy who would go in the trench. So, uh, you know, I, I don't know. Maybe that's something that he has to earn. 
because obviously he's not the, you know, he's not a, a wimpy looking guy by any, you know, uh, shake of imagination. I mean, uh, you look up in uh, Minnesota, their coach gets a lot of respect. Yeah, yeah, you, you are right about that. So it doesn't go on your looks. You hear, you listen, Denver Broncos, get a guy a chance, check him out. Now the Yanks, uh, the Yankees are having a lot of fun with a walk-off home run last night in the ninth <laughs> inning. They are throwing their helmets when they're coming in like a bouquet of roses at a wedding. Now I'm going to say this: talent, focus, and fun is dangerous. What do you think about these Yankees as we're getting closer to October? Obviously, uh, they are. It's their turn. Uh, they've been playing second fiddle uh, for the past few years to a, a very, very good Boston organization. That uh, they're in a little bit of a downspin right now. So obviously, uh, you know, a walk off, a home run with Cano, a ten all win. They posted some great numbers. Uh, that was a big win in New York. So uh, they're riding pretty high right now, and they are probably the hottest team in the league. No question about it. Watch those uh, uh, Los Angeles Dodgers today put on a seventh inning rally that was like no other, dinging them out of the ballpark left and right. Well, Usain Bolt, hey, I'm going to say this. You know the man is faster than I don't know what. Yeah, man, he is. He says no to the 400, but he says he wants to give the long jump a try. What do you I mean, he looks very athletic. Of course, you know he's the fastest man in the world. You add that with a little hop, uh, what do you think? I I definitely think it's a possibility. Uh, obviously, uh, he generates a lot of speed. Um, I just think that the technique aspect of it, uh, and 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 getting your timing in terms of uh, when to, to get that plant down, uh, I think that's pretty much the only thing he he needs to learn. Obviously, if he can generate that type of speed, uh, he's got nice strong legs. Uh, he's a taller guy, so uh, I think that he's probably got some hops under uh, in those wheels too. So. Uh, I'm curious to see what's going to be happening with it. Yeah, no question about it. Maybe world record in the long jump, first to 30 feet or something crazy like that. We'll have to check it out. Well, ESPN, every time I hear the voice, Brent Musburger, you know it's college football time. Now, college football whistle, Virginia Tech versus Alabama. This is a big test for the Christmas Tide. If they have national championship hopes, do, do, do they just crush Virginia Tech, or is this a Virginia Tech? club that might give Alabama a little run for their money right here? Well, I definitely anticipate uh, everybody that will be playing Alabama uh, to step their game up because I, I do believe that they're one of the front runner uh, uh, premier teams in the country this year. Uh, there's a handful of them, but uh, hey, if you're in that group of elite, you got to expect that you're going to get the best fight out of every team, uh, be it at your at your stadium or, you know, in, in, in visiting team stadium. So, uh, you got to expect uh, every team to take every shot and every chance they they can have to to knock off the big dog. And also, uh, Nick Saban's uh, three year extension uh, would help them out a little bit too. So hey, there's a lot of news going on with Bama, and uh, hey, their target they got the target on their back. It doesn't it doesn't help that that target is crimson red. Everybody watch out. The other team that's making a lot of news in college football is USC. They announced with the first freshman quarterback uh, starter in the history. Matt Barkley wins the job over sophomore Aaron Corp, who's had some uh, a little bit of knee problems with a fracture. But uh, for, for the first freshman to step in, and true freshman that is, 
and really run the team. This is a guy who is highly touted, but he has won a lot of awards. They say he's a stud, and we will see coming up here very shortly. Uh, do you think that, that, that he's going to handle this job, and could he lead them to a national championship? Well, uh, obviously, I, I think that the coach, you know, you have to go with what, what his uh, decisions and, and what his intuition tells him. I, I have no doubt uh, that they – the guy is the truth. They have ten returning guys, uh, so pretty much all he has to do is get in and 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 not hurt the team. So uh, if he's got a skill set and he's been playing in in uh, you know the better competition leagues in terms of uh, high school play, I think that he can step in. Uh, he's already got acclimated to the college life uh, in terms of lifting weights and and understanding what you need to do to be successful. Uh, so uh, you know if coach throws him in there you got to believe that uh, the guy's got some talent. No question about it. Well, ladies and gentlemen, he's back. They they talked about vodka and pineapple juice, whatever you want. It was just pineapple juice. He was scolded by Tony Dungy. Michael Vick, 4 for 4 standing ovation in Philly after a two-year layoff. He looked pretty good. What do you think? You know, I, I, I honestly thought he looked pretty good. Um, you know, the, the big concern with me is how the Philly fans are – are going to start reacting a little bit there in the third quarter. They started yelling, we want Vic, and you know what I mean? These kind of things happen. You know, they're not very forgiving, and they haven't uh, been the best, uh, the, the friendliest uh, group of fans to Donovan McNabb ever since he's been drafted. So uh, I'm curious to see how this saga could turn out because this can have a, a, a funny kind of ending. I don't know. It seems like Michael Vick in, in a lot of different ways is being groomed. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm just curious to see the soap opera. You know, I, I agree with you on that, Whistle, but the, the thing that, that, that sticks me is McNabb was really wanting him to come there from all the reports. Now, that could be incorrect, as you always know. The news is all over the place. But from what everyone has said is is he's the guy that really went to uh, head coach and said, look, uh, I really think that we should give Michael Vick a try because I agree with you. The first time he goes three for 20, all of a sudden you're going to hear, we want Vick, we want Vick, and he's going to come in. And the one thing that that, that made um, uh, Michael Vick so good and really at the same time made McNabb so good but not in recent years was the fact that, hey, nobody's open, I'm going to pull the ball down, I'm going to tuck it, and I'm going to get a first down. Well, Michael Vick, you saw the speed is still there. Of course he's going to have to get hit a couple times. But uh, could this, I mean, be something that lingers on, or do you think that it will be solved early? Um, I do anticipate it to linger. Um, I, I don't know how it's going to end up and how it will turn out, but the fact still remains that Michael Vick looks like a, a guy who had every bit of talent uh, a few years ago when he left the league, and it seems like he could get right back in, uh, average between 50, 52 yards a game, which will put him at – you know, that 1,100-yard mark or to break the 1,000 again. So uh, we're talking about some uh, some, some pretty good uh, company and, and in terms of who he's playing with, uh, the two to which he's going through, because the biggest uh, knock on Michael Vick was, wasn't his athletic ability, but it was just a, if he would become a pocket passer. And uh, I couldn't think of a better place uh, to, to get, you know, some tutelage. You know, you got a, a quarterback who's understanding – uh, and you got a coach who, who who's really pulling for you. So, um, you know, it seems like if he wants to, go ahead and, and go take the job. I don't know what else to – what do you expect him to do, not want the job? 
Yeah, no no question about it. When you put it in that context of 50 yards a game, he runs 50 yards on one play. Yeah, that's 1,100 yards. That is scary, scary stuff, especially, like you said, when you got somebody uh, in, in McNabb who kind of played that way. Michael Vick's a little bit, you know, faster and more agile than McNabb was. But at the same time, you're going to get tutelage from a guy who's been there, done that, and now here's your time. They were saying that Michael Vick, you know, was the uh, last one in, first one out, and it sounds like he's putting in his time. So all of a sudden, I think we're going to see Michael Vick do some serious improvement, ladies and gentlemen. New York Mets, Johan Santana, elbow surgery is minor, but he is out for the season. Sorry about that, Mets. I have picked you guys for the World Series, but it looks like it will stay in New York, but it's going to be those Yankees. In New York, you whistle, U.S. Open begins on Monday. Top three ranked women, uh, Denara Sothman, uh Serena Williams, and Venus Williams. Now, Sothman is number one in the world, but the odds are in favor is Serena Williams. Uh, what do you see happening there? You know, I think, uh, obviously, I'm a huge Williams Sisters fan. So I believe that they are the best uh, tennis players to have played on the women's side of the of the, of the, of the, the sport. Uh, but I just think that Venus might have met her alter ego and, and met somebody who who isn't afraid of her. And, and maybe uh, senses the chinks in your armor. You know, everybody has somebody who, who kind of takes your – your your strengths and kind of offsets them in some type of way, and it really seemed like when they played each other, that's the kind of thing that went down. Now I'm not saying necessarily Nadal and Federer, but this is could be the brewings of something uh, along those lines. So uh, just keep your eyes out on that. I, hey, I'm definitely rooting for the Williams sisters, uh, but uh, I do like a good rivalry, and I think we should be anticipating one. No question about it. Keep your eyes on that, ladies and gentlemen. Well, the top three men, of course, Roger Federer comes in at number one. He's won the U.S. Open five straight years. That is something else. Andy Murray comes in at number two. Now, this is John McEnroe's pick. He said Andy Murray might be the guy to do it. And, of course, Rafi, Rafi Nadal, no tendonitis, and he is what you call Federer's arch nemesis, Wizzle. Uh, do you see an upset there, or does Federer go for number six? And that will be number 16, putting him in his own class. I believe that uh, that the, the small break that Nadal gave uh, tennis and gave Federer, uh, so to speak, allowed him to find his swagger. I think that uh, when he shows up to to the uh, the stadium and he's wearing that white cardigan and he's got that uh, that headband on, it's over. So uh, again, he's going out there. I think he senses blood. I, I think that they allowed him the space that you needed to to because for a minute there, hey, there's chinks in the armor. You you could physically and watch him doubt himself and doubt his abilities on the court. But it seems like he's found that back, and uh, he's really hitting some great shots and playing uh, at a high level. Well, we will watch the U.S. Open, ladies and gentlemen. That is in New York, and it will begin on Monday. So check it out. Now, back to the NFL whistle. Buffalo, uh, T.O.'s toe. What's going on with T.O.'s toe? Is this something that can linger? We do know that he heals well, though. But uh, toe, turf, all of that stuff doesn't look good. What's happening there? Well, obviously, it is a, a lingering injury. Uh, it's something that is uh, that's bothered him in the past, so they are just pretty much taking uh, every precaution uh, in, in terms of keeping him healthy because they're really expecting big things out of him. 
as well as uh, everyone in Buffalo. And so uh, uh, they're just taking care of them, uh, making sure that, uh, that the team uh, understands that we got a serious team. We got to make a serious win at it because if you remember last year, the Buffalo put together a pretty good string of wins and beating some good teams. So uh, uh, I just think that their insurance policy is, is to take care of T.O. right now and make sure that he's ready to go game one. That is correct because they just couldn't close down the set. Buffalo started out and they were on a roll, and then all of a sudden the wheels fell off the cart. Now the Seahawks <laughs> are trying to take over and make a move in the West. The Cardinals, of course, won last year. The the Seahawks signed the edge, that is Edron James. Now, Franco Harris ended his career in Seattle. Is this just something that the Seahawks are doing because they also signed uh, Who's Your Mama, that's Who's Manzada, uh, or are, are really trying to make a move here in the West? No, I, I really believe that it was a good signing. Uh, they uh, had uh, some personnel issues with uh, another young running back they had. Uh, they paid him a a little bit of money last year, and I guess he came to camp out of shape. Um, they're not really for sure uh, at that position. Uh, we got a, a couple good guys, but uh, at the edge brings you that, that know-how. Um, the key component that he brings is pass blocking. And also, he, you get a guy who's hungry. Uh, he was treated unfairly. And, uh, you know, if you really look at it, he never had a chance to score in his uh, Super Bowl. And, Probably that 99-yard play that uh, went the other way for the Steelers was supposed to be Ezra James's touchdown. No question about it. So you, you're right about that, a little taste in the mouth. So uh, we're, we're going to check out the teal in lime green and see how they do. Now, Phillip Rivers in San Diego signed six years, $92 million, 38 to 39 of that is guaranteed. He came in with Big Ben. Big Ben, of course, has a couple of championships under his belt. Uh, is this something that San Diego was doing because they got a lot of free agents in the off season, or is is he going to be the guy? I saw a couple throws tonight, and they they look like ninety two million. I guess that's what a ninety two million dollar throw looks like. But what what do you think about Mister Rivers? Uh, they uh, take care of their leader. Uh, he's consistent uh, a number of years now, I and mean, in fact, if you go back probably the past five years, he's in the top five uh, quarterback. So he's been uh, elite, um, you know, regardless of his team records. Uh, just the only one uh, who's lacking that evasive Super Bowl ring. So uh, obviously they're, they're, they're expecting big things out of him, but he's just as good uh, as Breeze and, and Brady and, and he's definitely a high caliber guy. Uh, hey, San Diego 35 mil couldn't hurt. Now tell me this, would you have traded him for Drew Brees? That's what I want to know. You know, looking back on it, you could honestly say no, but, you know, who knew that David Rivers was going to, David Rivers, that Mr. Phillip Rivers would come out and, and turn into the type of quarterback that he was. Because if you remember, uh, when they had Brees in, in San Diego, they had Rivers sitting there behind him uh, getting like $45 million, and this was as an unproven uh, rookie who hadn't even touched the field, so uh, I think that they knew something. Uh, they think that uh, they had an idea in, in, in the quarterback competition in terms of pushing Breeze to where he is because he's a phenomenal quarterback uh, in his himself. And actually, the day they had today was ridiculous. But uh, I, obviously, it turned out it turned out well for both guys. Uh, New Orleans is happy. 
Uh, and obviously Mr. Rivers is happy, and obviously San Diego's happy because they just flipped him some chippers. Yeah, no question about that. Well, in the association that's national basketball, that is Miami Heat forward uh, Michael Beasley checked into a substance abuse center for substance abuse and some psychological help. We want to say good luck to him. Was there anything on that story? Is he doing well? Will he be ready for this season? What do you think? You know, I, I hope that uh, that he clears up whatever is bothering him. Um, obviously, it's a lot of pressure, and I don't think that people realize uh, as being a young man and you're trying to, to find your way in the world. Uh, yeah, you're you're held and you're and, and you're you're viewed through uh, through fan eyes as this macho guy, but in reality, there's a lot of vulnerable people who who don't know who to trust and, and don't understand a lot of the, the ways that people treat them. And so, uh, you know, you go from a regular guy to a household name one day and your whole life switches. So, hey, it could be a shock. Um, I just hope he takes care of himself and, and, and gets his orders uh, straight because, you know what, basketball is something that we do. It doesn't define who we are. So uh, I hope he takes advantage of the help and he can come back and, 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 and use the skills that God gave him and, and, and see where it takes him. I, I totally agree with you. You know, he went from wh- where he was from in high school to all of a sudden Kansas State one year. He went into uh, being one of the biggest things coming out of college in recent years. He is a great talent. And, Mr. Beasley, we wish you nothing but the best, no question about that. Well, Wizzle, as always, we appreciate your insight into the world of sports. And until next week, we'll see you same time, well, different time, but same station. Hey, I will play to the whistle, and I'm having soy milk and granola. Simple life. I'm out. Hey, everybody. You know what? We're kicking it and having fun and about to order some California Pizza Kitchen. And we suggest you do the same thing and have a glass of wine. Um, yeah, thank you. And we'll catch you next week. Five o'clock. We'll be back on the West Coast. Nope, East Coast, excuse me, at that time, but you know what, we're doing it, and our God is everybody. Who oh,